This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. How are you doing today? We are back for topic number two with the Lumberjack Landlord. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing awesome. Like super excited to talk about this one with you, too. Yeah, first and foremost, I failed to do it in episode one. I just want to wish you another congratulations. You got a seven-day-year-old at home. How's the wife doing? She's doing great. Yeah, she's doing great. And the other kids love the baby. And I've got a three-year-old and a two-year-old. And so it is- Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a yeah, lot of diapers con- in your house, yeah. man. <laughs> oh, dear God. And I'm a diaper-changing daddy. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, like these hands have touched many a diaper and tushes. Yeah. So yeah, you. it's a, it's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of diapers. You're right. You're dead on. Yeah. Thank yeah. God my son graduated out of those quickly, but yeah, yeah. you still got two. So yeah, but two. thanks for asking. It's going great. <laughs> awesome, man. Very cool. Thanks. Well, Hey, one of the things I've been thinking about is you and I continue this journey to helping folks is, you know, I think we have to talk about money more. And what I yeah. mean by that is also, I think we need to, to break down money. Cause again, money's not taught in school. Uh, you know, incomes, expenses, uh, you know, discretionary incomes not taught in school. And when we look about the pundits out on social media or other helping them, I believe there's focus on the wrong variable. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to break down the three numbers, get your thoughts, and then talk about what's really going on and finally close with what I think is most important. You cool with that? Absolutely. Let's roll. So the three numbers that I think are most important to understand, appreciate, and talk about inside a family unit are really quite simple, right? There's a top line, which you yep. can think of as your annualized income. Yep. Then there's expenses all the way from uh, you know taxes through 401k to insurance, to house, to cars, to entertainment, to food, to whatever. And then there's what's left over, right? I call those freedom dollars. You can call them discretionary income. You can call them whatever you, fund dollars, whatever you want. But I think those are the three most important numbers uh, to really understand and appreciate track uh, inside mm-hmm. a family. You know, what, what, do you, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I believe so much in it, Mike, that we actually did a video specifically on Lumberjack Landlord about tracking every one of your expenses for a month. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Because every one, like pack of gum on the list, you, yeah. know, dis, you know, discount store trip on the list, every single one on the list. Um, and, you know, when I got married, that was the way that I was used to living was just extreme micromanagement, <laughs> you know, micromanagement to the nth degree, right? And just every single dollar knowing where every single one went and knowing why and knowing when and knowing where and it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And again, maniacal, but results prove themselves out, right? Yeah. And so when we got married, when I got married to my lovely wife, that was something that she was not used to. Right. And she was not much of a budget hawk. Mm. And so now it was just understanding. I said, listen, we just need to know where it's going. And so we literally break it down. And I think that that's so critical. And I think that people really do themselves a disservice. You know, there is, I'd say not even nine out of 10, I'd say 99 out of a hundred people that I talk to. And we talk about d- numbers. And by the way, if we, if we're hanging out, I'm not like, Hey, so much money do you spend a month? Ah. That's not, no, it's not what we do. 
But when people are asking me like, oh, hey, I'd love to do what you do. Okay, great. This is the first thing you got to do is you got to sit down the next 30 days and every single dime you spend, track it. Yeah. Every dime. Yeah. And I, I, they I, are I, never right. They are never right on the number that they guess. They're exactly. almost always half. Oh, that's you know, so like, powerful. They're like, oh yeah, we, we spend about 1800 bucks a month. Okay, cool. I'll see you in 30 days. Holy shit. We spent 3,700 bucks last month. Yeah. Were there any crazy, was it like a $3,000 expense you weren't expecting? No. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. People don't understand and they don't really track it well enough because it's, we've made it and, and life's and society has made it so easy. It's a tap of the phone. It's mm. a slip of the card. Yeah. It's easy. We're not seeing cash go out, right? We've, yeah. We're trying to become a cashless society, mm -hmm. which I think has a lot of detriment to it, you know? Yeah. So I think there's a lot in this. I want to, I want to hit hard. Sure. First and foremost, I believe in this so much. I spent time creating a course called get your money right. Yeah. And it anchors on this concept of what do you think you spend, like your monthly nut, whatever you want to call it. Well, we're going to track it. And oh, by the way, we're going to track it for 12 months and we're nice. going to set up your numbers and the spreadsheet's going to change, right? If you think you spend 400 and you spend 450, it turns red, blah, right? <laughs> if you think you spend 400 and it turns 300, it turns green, right? So I, I believe in this so much. And again, pe people read one rental at a time. They, they see the journey. It's all good. There's thousands of people in the course, how to get started one rental at a time now, but people need to realize it's the get the money right course. That is probably most game changing because that sets the foundation. Right. And yeah. um, we'll get into the, if, yeah, go ahead. Even if you only ever do that, Mike, right. Oh, exactly. Even if you only ever just get your money right. And just understand what your incomes and your outflows are. Yeah, because you, you don't. You always, just you're always wrong, like you said. You are just always, always wrong. wrong. You are always wrong. And and God's honest truth, I'm wrong. That's why I still yeah, track. Exactly. I still track. I don't track down to the dollar anymore. But we we track generally speaking. You know, pretty much any anything anything you know more than fifty bucks type of thing. For sure. More than hundred bucks type of thing. Yeah. We still take a peek in it. And we're like, ah, geez, you know, we're probably eating out too much right now, and and yeah. that sort of thing. And just like you know, people that don't have a family budget are all largely doomed to fail. Yeah. You know? it, and if you're, oh, yeah. and if you're 18, if you're 18, 19, 20, 21, listen, if you're away at college and you got that awesome, you know, credit card offer in the mail and they give you 500 bucks, a thousand bucks. And then, Oh my goodness, I paid my bill on time. The first four months, they give me $3,000 now. Like guys, you don't have, I mean, we rent a lot to students and we ask them credit. We literally just say, Hey, listen, send us a credit card for a screen picture. And in the fives consistently. Wow. In the fives, fives, low sixes. I saw one yesterday that I had to ask them if they were dead. <laughs> it was so low. I'm pretty sure I, I, I've heard of corpses that have higher credit scores. My dog has a higher credit score. Yeah. It was like, it was like 442 or something. Oh, geez. And I was like, do you have any account in good standing? Like even one, yeah. like, you know, and the thing is, it's not to shame them. It's there to, we're going to handle this with some levity and, and joke around about it. I'm obviously not naming the person, Yeah, of course. but it's let's, but let's get it right. Like guys, let's get it right. Because you can quickly even turn that for something into a six handle within six months. If oh, you yeah. just get on top of paying your stuff on time. Yeah. And again, the reason I created this get your money right course is because so many people were getting it wrong. So many people have yeah. so many people, in my opinion, jump to the excitement of real estate investing because it's the answer to their money sure. first, right? Sure. But sure. where in reality, if they don't get their money right at home first, even, even if you had a windfall and you bought yes. your first rental, you won't be ready for that emergency. I got to no. promise you, 
$5,000 roof mount ACs break. Roofs yes. eventually leak, right? If you yep. don't have the emergency reserves or, or the habits, yeah, you're, you're going to be in a pretty tough spot. But the other thing I want to talk about is those three numbers are the most important. And I believe two of them get a lot of press. And the third yeah. most important one is never talked about. So first and foremost, I want to talk about them top down. Yeah. So social media. The flash and dash. Oh, the flex. Yeah. The flex mm -hmm. is all about the top line number. And that is one of the most horseshit numbers out there. <laughs> Agreed. It's freaking <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, the amount of closing exactly. statements and this and that and checks and I see is nauseating. Yeah. It's not yeah. about the top line. It really, I mean, how many businesses out there are so unbelievably capital intensive, right? So, I work in healthcare and a hospital is thrilled if they made 2%. Yes. Think about the top line of a hospital, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions. And so they can live on the 2%, mm -hmm. but hundreds of millions of dollars, you'd sit there and go, holy cow, look at that business. That's amazing. That's a business I want to be in. Not when you see that the return is 2%. Exactly. Yeah. You get annihilated. So yeah, it's the, the top line in the flex. Listen, if you've got a Lambo, that's awesome. I mean, frankly speaking, I want to get one too. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to do it, you know, based on my top line. I'm doing it based on my bottom line. Exactly. You know, because it's going to go in my midline. It's going to go in my expenses. Sheet, exactly. Right? Oh like my God. <laughs> Freaking people. So again, the top line annoys me. It's very yeah. social media friendly. I promise you all these closing statements you see, that's not the actual number. Uh, it doesn't have taxes. First off, closing statement doesn't have profit, yeah. taxes, capital gains, <laughs> income. doesn't have income taxes, doesn't have yeah. your overhead, doesn't have your insurance, doesn't have your, your cost of capital, doesn't have, oh my God, the list is so long and it hurts my head. Yeah. And the real sad part is I'm, I would bet you 30% of those flexes are actually losses. Oh, for sure. Like the Amazon <laughs> drop shippers, right? Yeah. Geez. You drop shipped a million dollars this month. It's unbelievable. Right. What was your cost of goods? Yeah. A million one. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did I say that right? Yep. Yeah. It's just math. Like, yeah. well, yeah, you see these numbers and they're just like absolute garbage. And it's like, it's not to say that you can't make money that way. Certainly there's guys doing it that are making money, except that I bet there's a lot fewer guys making money than are actually flexing that they are making money. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, that number's I'm sure much different, but you know, it's the same thing with, with the same thing with real estate, right? You look mm -hmm. at that massive top line. You're like, man, that's awesome. Oh wait, I should probably take out my mortgages. Yes. <laughs> mortgages, <laughs> operating expenses, insurance, <laughs> property taxes, you know, Gavin yeah, Newsom, water uh, bills, gas bills. Yeah. yeah Gavin Newsom <laughs> uh, really made it hard on landlords this year, but uh, in the last 14 months, I've had to pay my property tax bill three times. He didn't yeah. give me a discount. Yeah. So. No, no, no. Yeah. And in fact, I, I'm not sure what yours went up, but mine went up. I mean, on average, I think like five or six. So we get two. Uh -huh. So five or 6%, I think five or 6% both times. Nice. I had one property that went up. I had, I had a couple of properties that went up double digits in the same town. Well, I got, I got to flex a little bit. California's got you beat. We, we still have, they can always change it. This lovely thing called prop 13. Oh yeah. I've heard that. Uh, which mm -hmm. uh, means uh, a it's on purchase price. And I got a lot in yep. 2010. Yeah. And uh, it only goes up like 1.5% a year or something. So uh, you'd be embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed to tell you my property tax <laughs> bills on a couple of them. 
Yeah. For all you Californians out there, whatever. Yeah, enjoy, exactly. your, enjoy your income tax for those yeah. of you who pay it. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy it. <laughs> Don't forget that, yeah, the 48% income tax I pay. Yeah, I got, we got zero here. So yeah. we got to make all money right, somewhere. All right, all right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you win. <laughs> <laughs> still, still an appropriate, still an appropriate plex. But yeah, like oh, we yeah. saw and like, but the numbers, yeah, I mean, it's, it, and that's exactly right. I mean, you have all these expenses and, you know, it's real nice and it's real flashy. And you see that top line, but it's the bottom line that matters. Well, how much get? You don't how much live gets on the to the line. bottom? You don't no, live on the top no one line. can. No one can. No one can. No. No. Well, maybe Amazon and Netflix can, but anyways, I, I digress. Yeah, how nice for a, them? That was a shot. At, <laughs> a shot at being valued on revenue versus whatever. Okay, True so story. that's so that's the top line. You don't live on top line. Stop right. it. Uh, the people right. that are flexing are lying most yes. of the time. Mostly. Yes. Now let's talk about the next number. The next number is getting a lot of play, certainly a lot more play than when we were both growing up, sure. right? Sure, sure. Uh, and I give 100% credit, or at least 90% credit. There's probably others out there, but I think Dave Ramsey uh, does a great job of talking about expenses, right? Getting debt free yeah. and you know, understanding that. Uh, so that gets a lot of press as well, right? And the other thing sure. is, you know, the millionaire next door and, you know, used cars and cutting out coffee. There's a lot of talk about the middle number, right? Expenses. Yeah. Um, is that fair? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, you know, I, I, uh, I know a lot of Dave Ramsey people, you Me know, too. they know a lot of them. They talk about it a lot and, you know, and, you know little poke at them i mean you don't have as much as me <laughs> yeah that's exactly right and yeah. it's because and it's not it's not because i'm so much more brilliant than you but it is yeah. one thing is that we leverage debt yeah and we don't leverage dumb debt because there's plenty of dumb debt to be oh, leveraged there's a there's lot plenty. more dumb i mean debt. yeah there is plenty of dumb money in the market right now and i'm not talking about people that are unsavvy investors i'm talking about dumb money like plenty of wall street and silicon oh, valley yeah. dumb money right? oh there is there's you no know question. like rooster.com is gonna cock-a-doodle-doo again you know mm -hmm. and it's and that's the kind of stuff that that you see yeah and so yeah i think dave has a great handle on a lot of that stuff and quite frankly not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur and a and a, and a multi-homeowner, they might hate it and that's fine. And stay yeah. in your lane and Dave Ramsey following that advice will probably make you really happy um, when you're not miserable because you're not doing anything. Yeah. Um, I again, I give Dave Ramsey props. He, 100%. you know, the, there's the baby steps. I think he calls them uh, the yep. snowball, all of that stuff. Hey man, if you can get to zero, right. There's too many people out there that have a negative net worth. Agreed. And most of that's bad debt. Actually Agreed. probably I'll say most of it's bad debt. And, you know, if you get to zero, call it a win. I mean, you know, at least you know where you are. Uh, and yeah. I think that, I mean, if that's your choice, go nuts. But, you know, it's, um, it's only part of the problem, right? He has some of the worst real estate investing advice I've ever seen, but that's another story. Yeah, like if you're doing exactly what he did in 1985 or whenever, <laughs> when he lost his stuff, if yeah. you're doing exactly 90 day did, debt, oh my God. Yeah, that was dumb debt then too. Like yeah, we don't do like, that. I get it. Like I wouldn't do, I wouldn't fall. Listen, if he comes out with Dame Ramsey, how to invest in real estate book, don't buy it. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't follow that advice. That would be bad. That would yeah, be bad. but really sound, but really sound on the consumer financial side. Yeah. But yeah, when you're getting dangerous with like short term debt, I mean, I personally, I don't touch any short-term debt like mm, that ever, either. ever, ever. It scares the crap out of me. Mm -hmm. I don't, I have no idea. I'm not smart enough to know ninth grade dropout. I'm not smart enough to know what the market's going to do in the next 90 days or 180 days. Mm -hmm. I can have feelings. I can see trends, yep. but here's the thing. If that trend starts to reverse and starts to reverse quickly, it's like buying stock on margin. Oh, you exactly. cannot get out of it fast enough. And the problem is when you're trying to get out, 
Everybody. You don't have a way out. Yeah. There is no, there's a lot of times no way out. And that's where I got caught. I mean, thankfully when I got caught in 07, 08, when everything was tanking and I had to do a deal at 10 and a quarter percent with countrywide, mm. we see who won that battle. Mm. Um, but 10, a 10 and a quarter deal with countrywide, you know, that was because I had no other, no one else would play with me. Exactly. Like I was done. Now the nice thing was, is that that quickly was able to be refinanced within the, over the next few years down to five and change and then three and change. Right. That's great. And obviously the value has gone way up, but what if I'd been stuck at that 10 and a quarter, that had been a nasty number for a long, long oh, yeah. time. That, that thankfully, thankfully it was only, you know, a few, a, a few years. Yeah. So then let's talk about the bottom number that almost nobody yeah. talks about, you know, so yeah. I, I'm trying to coin the word uh, freedom, freedom dollars, because you're free to do whatever you want with them. Yep. Right. And, and I want this to be shocking. You could literally burn them, <laughs> light them on fire for warmth, and your lifestyle doesn't change. That's what I mean by freedom yep. dollars. You can do whatever the hell you want. I obviously recommend not doing that. Right. But the fact is you could, right. That's, that's, they're, they're like, they're not spoken for. Yeah. And in the, in the course I have, get your money right. I actually produced something that's never been done. And that's a financial health score. Yeah. And it basically takes this freedom dollars against your expenses and says, where are you at? Right. It's on a score. You can be negative, uh, mm -hmm. but it's on a score, basically zero to a hundred. And there's, there's criteria. And um, it's really awesome to see, cause you can, it changes and fluctuates every month yeah, or every quarter. Yeah. And it just forces you to think about that bottom line. We, we've got to talk more about disposable income. If you want to flex on me, tell me how much money you have left over at the end of the month because that's right. where freedom comes from. The reason that's I right. can talk to my experts Monday through Friday while all of you are at work is because my <laughs> bottom number is bigger than my expenses. That's all yes. I got to tell you. It's true. I mean, that it comes down to, that's where the phrase comes. That's the bottom line. Yeah. That's the bottom line. That's the, that's the line that you're all looking at. That's the one that you all want to get to. That's the one that says, that's the one that dictates whether or not you have to go to work the next day. Yeah, exactly. It's where you can it's go to work, line. you can get a package you don't like, and you can go, hmm, I'm done. See you later. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was really nice working with you the last five years. I'm yeah, out. I'm out. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Ciao, Francesco Rinaldi. Yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was a good, that was, a, that was a, a scary 10 seconds, but turned out to be a really good day. That was, that was fun. But yeah, we've got yeah. to talk about the bottom line more. Agreed. It's not as sexy though, right? The top line number is so no. much bigger than the bottom line number. No. But the bottom I line number is where freedom is. Yeah, I think, well, I think the funny thing is, is that that's where <clears throat> I want to see things change. So in kind of like the fifties and sixties, right? So I would hear these stories from my grandparents mm. and it was like, oh yeah, do you see that divan? We bought that at this furniture store. And it was like, ooh, and then they're like, and it was this much money. Ooh, <laughs> and now I want to see the exact opposite. Yeah. You know, I want to see the exact opposite, which is like, yeah, you see that? Yep. I, I mean, honestly, Mike, Habitat for Humanity, like Goodwill, Salvation Army, like I'm the lumberjack landlord. I will go to any of these places and try and buy material for my properties. <clears throat> I absolutely will. They're putting it out there. It was donated to them. They're putting it out there because they want to sell it and they want to make money from it. And yeah. I am more than happy to give money to that cause 1000% of the time. And the cool thing is, is it's like, I'm proud when I can finish a house and say, yeah, we came in under budget. Cause you know what we do a lot of times when you come in under budget is if we did it right, we did it effectively. We actually bonus our guys that work on the job. Right? Take care of the people that take care of you. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's like, if we can Good you know, bonus, yeah, if we can bonus them on something like that, we're like, man, this, this project really turned out. You guys busted butt. You got it done faster than we expected. So yeah, there's some, a little bit of money left over. Let's bonus you guys and give you something better extra. Dude, you're a good man. I knew I liked you. <laughs> <laughs> Again, folks, there's three numbers in a family unit, family budget, top line, expenses, bottom line. We all have to stop flexing on the top. We need to appreciate the middle, but we live on the bottom. So, yes. Very cool. This has been a lot of fun, Matt. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. All right, you got it.